Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself And there's some stories I can tell you This is The Final Word, India, England, Daily. I'm Jeff Lemon, and Adam Collins is about to tell you all about day four of the second test at Chennai in 30 seconds or less. All right, let's give it a go, Jeff. England's tally that they needed to make was 482 for victory. That was never going to happen. In the end, they lost the seven wickets they had at their disposal today for 111 runs, all out for 164. They lose by 317 runs. Akshar Patel, outstanding with five wickets. Ashwin picked up three. The highest score for England was Moen Ali, who made 43 off 18 balls at the end. We'll talk about that later. But the series is square at one test apiece. Well under the 30, I reckon you got in at about 26 there, but we'll find out okay. when the timer is applied later. Uh, it it was never expected to go for a really long time today. Seven wickets to take, day four, the pitch taking a lot of turn, um, but there were a couple of quick bursts and it was usually after the break, um, uh, you know, after the break when, when Joe Root got out um, later in the day and, and, and early on in the day when Dan Lawrence got out skipping down the wicket and that just sort of confirmed confirmed the the trajectory the likely trajectory of the day was confirmed with those early wickets yeah i suppose the only surprise is that is it was akshar and and not ashwin i think when we arrived this morning and started watching this morning we thought he would take the first over given how dynamic he was in the first innings but akshar eventually got into his groove there was some fantastic wicket keeping from rishab punt when ashwin did come into the attack Dan Lawrence was almost nutmegged and there was Richard Punt uh, waiting for the spear delivery from Ashwin. That was clearly a plan based on the way uh, they responded after Lawrence was walking off. So well played to India for thinking out uh, Dan Lawrence there. Joe Root could have been out a couple of times. Indeed, he could have been out last night. So he was nowhere near as fluent as he was in the first test match, but he kind of held things together for a while. Ollie Pope fell not long before lunch and really the wheels fell off towards the end. Ben Folks was sweeping. It was a bit of a sweep fest, wasn't it? We saw a number of England players players in the middle order fall. They thought that was their best line of defence. It didn't quite pay off today until Mo and Ali started hitting bombs, but um, that was all very much too late. Yeah, that, that was sort of party time when the game was over yeah, at, at yeah. nine wickets down. But the the sweep shot part was interesting because Joe Root played it really well, the sweep and the reverse sweep, and, and employed that, trying to reach out to, to get the ball just after it had pitched, you know, to, to avoid giving it time to deviate. And then other players tried to follow his lead but weren't up to it. So it was Pope, it was Ben Folks, it was Ollie Stone all trying to sweep and either missing the ball or getting um, top edges, hitting it up in the air. The first two struck catches, Ollie Stone was sort of hitting the ribs almost down on one knee, yeah. sweeping and, and giving leg before wicket. So it it shows the gap 
of, of class, I guess, between different levels of players that just because uh, one of the great players can do something doesn't mean that everybody can do it and, and have the plan work the same way. Yeah, and I think in terms of plans, I just want to highlight one wicket from Akshar Patel, that of Ollie Pope's. Uh, one delivery around the wicket to the right-hander, angling towards leg stump and beats him on the outside edge with a quick delivery. Next ball, knowing that Pope's probably going to sweep in response, he loops it up more, generates more bounce, top edge out towards deep mid-wicket. That was perhaps the most rewarding wicket for India throughout the course of the day. And Akshar finishes with match figures of 8 for 100, um, or 7 for 100, sorry. It was uh, Ashwin taking 8 for 96, I think it was, but... In terms of spin twins, I mean, uh, what a lovely asset to be able to deploy for India, a man who walks into the test arena and looks right at home. Well, I'll tell you what, Shabazz Nadeem would have loved to have been picked for this second test yes. rather than the first test, having to bat, uh, having to bowl first to Joe Root when he was in supreme form on a, on a much easier surface. So there's a bit of that as well. But I thought it was particularly interesting in the second innings. Obviously, we're stats nerds, so we were very excited about the idea of Ashwin getting 10 wickets and 100 in a test match, something that so yes. rarely happens. Um, Virat Kohli wasn't interested in, in that at all, apparently, which you could criticise. You could say he, he denied Ashwin a rare opportunity, but you could also say that he made sure that Akshar Patel had the chance to take a five-wicket haul on debut, which he did, yep. um, which, which is important uh, in terms of morale and so on. I guess encouraging a younger <laughs> player but also for Kuldeep Yadav because he got Kuldeep the left arm wrist spinner back on uh, when he could have had Ashwin bowling but Kuldeep got to pick up a couple of wickets he'd already had a catch dropped earlier in the day he hasn't been picked in the Indian test side in a couple of years he'd sat out that whole Australian tour waiting to get a game and not getting the call up he sat out the first test in this series he didn't take a wicket in the first innings and then finally he was able to pick up two wickets before the end and so I thought maybe that was clever marshalling of the troops by Coley looking yep. forward to the third and fourth tests where Kuldeep and Akshar will probably play an important role as well. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic point. Kuldeep, who has been out of favour, as you say, into the test match but wasn't in the wickets in the first innings, and that can play on a bowler's mind in favourable conditions, not sort of cashing in, albeit from limited opportunities with the finger spinners doing the majority of the work on Sunday. But nevertheless, uh, having a catch dropped off his bowling, um, Joe Root, no less, uh, by Mohamed Siraj racing around there at backward point, a very straightforward chance. The, the temptation would be to sort of drop the shoulders and think it's not meant to be and start thinking about what you might be doing on the bench the next week if they bring in another bowler but then just before lunch he gets Ben Folks. So I mentioned before Folks did a lot right in this test match with the bat and indeed with the gloves but um, that ill-considered sweep shot on the cusp of lunch and I don't just mean in terms of the shot selection but the execution he was up nice and high in his starts which meant there was no way he was going to able to be hit hitting that ball along the ground. It was always going to be angled up and playing that shot just before the lunch break wasn't there to be had really and that meant the cool deep was in the game and picking up that last wicket as well will do, will do the world of good for a player Jeff, we've backed in so often on the final word, I feel like, over the last four years. We loved his test debut at Durham Charlotte all those years ago, back in 2017. We love the way he's bowled with the white ball, especially against Australia. And I'm thrilled the left arm wrist spin as well and truly in this series. 
And the way he bowled in Sydney in India's previous tour in uh, January 2019 Absolutely. as well, you know, such an exciting player. I mean, we, we mm. love seeing wrist spinners who give the ball an absolute shred, and that's what he did, particularly to, to take the last wicket of Moen Ali. Now, that was particularly amusing as cameos go because it, Moen wow. came in, he was batting at eight anyway. It was very quickly nine wickets down, and he just said, well, look, there's no point hanging about here. I might as well just have some fun and try to score a few, started popping sixes over the fence. He was on track for the fastest 50 in Test cricket. You will know uh, by heart, I'm sure, that Ms. Barrel Hark holds that record <laughs> from Abu Dhabi in 2014, uh, a Absolutely. Test match tattooed on your soul. And that was from 21 balls. And uh, so Moen Ali was on, what, 43 from 17, the ball before he got out. He was a good chance to get there. But Kuldeep Yadav shredded one that turned away from him by about a metre and a half, it seemed, just to ensure he could get nowhere near it as he came down the track trying to smash that one away. Yeah, and his fifth six was the best of the lot. The ball before he got out, that one over mid-wicket. I think he lifted his IPL auction price by times four, I suppose, given uh, that the auction's in a couple of days. So it was a timely intervention there from Mo and Ali. But I think he'll be our Hall of Fame inductee. No complaints there, Jeff. Well, I, look, I've got a couple of uh, suggestions for you on that. One is okay. because we didn't really give it so much airtime yesterday, but we did mention the extremely emotionally expressive face of Mohammad Siraj and how happy he was when he was batting with Ashwin and Ashwin got to the 100. Flip today, the comedy and tragedy masks, how sad Siraj's face was when he dropped the catch. He was distraught <laughs> for about oh, 15 him. minutes afterwards. And as he was walking <laughs> off for the lunch break, he just looked like... Oh, so sad. And and it was, you know, you just wanted someone to give him a, a hug. Um, that, so, <laughs> that impressed me. But the the other thing that really stood out to me today as a Hall of Fame nomination was what we mentioned briefly, but the planning between Ashwin and Rishabh Pant to get Dan Lawrence. If you watched the, the previous over to that one when Akshar Patel was bowling, there was mm. a ball where Dan Lawrence started to skip down just a bit early. And if you watch the replay closely, he did start going, just before the ball was released and it seemed like Akshar picked it up and tried to dart it down the leg side but Lawrence was able to cover it with his pad and get across and make sure the ball didn't reach the keeper. Uh, Rishabh Pant noticed that, Ashwin noticed that. They chatted uh, at some length before the start of Ashwin's over and the very first ball Ashwin darted one through that beat the pad, went between his legs and ended up with Rishabh Pant and ended up with Lawrence stumped. They knew that Lawrence wanted to be positive, wanted to use his feet and come down and it was you rarely see such an explicit example of a cricketer outthinking another player on the field. Uh, Jeff, on the basis that if anyone's watching me on YouTube, you'll see the rain starting to tumble down on my head and I've got electronic equipment everywhere. So I'm very happy with that Hall of Fame nomination and we might put a pin in this one on the basis that if I don't, my computer may be no more. But thank you everybody for your kind comments and watching over the last couple of weeks. We cannot wait for the third test match. It's squared at one test apiece. It's been fantastic watching so far. This is the final word, India England Daily. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon. Follow us on Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash the final word. I'm going to run inside. Good night for now. See ya. <laughs> oh, I'm inside. It's quite nice in here.